Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Hey, 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 everybody. It is Tuesday night at 8 p.m. I'll just give or take a minute or two. So y'all know what time it is. It is time for the scoreboard, and we're going to be talking that talk on all things sports. we got a great show lined up tonight because a lot of interesting things happened in the sports world this past weekend. And while I wait for my forever on time sports partner, Mr. Jazz Scoreboard, to pull up into the chat room, I'm going to go ahead and take care of some housekeeping. You know, he don't want to face the music. Although I do believe he and Louis Mack picked the Giants to win this past weekend. But I'm going to confirm that when those guys get up in the chat room and, and we're going to chat it up. I want to see if these Dallas football fans are going to show up and show out the way they've been doing these last couple of weeks. But I digress. <laughs> I can do that, you know, with, 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 when it comes to my Giants. But my name is Tony, and we are on the scoreboard live here every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. And we are brought to you by the one and only boss lady, Nene Capri. Now, please, I would like for you guys to pick up some phenomenal reads by Miss Capri. Her latest one is Diamonds, Pumps, and Glock. She actually co-wrote that with the beautiful and talented author is Black. So make sure you pick that up. One click, it'll go into wherever books are sold. You can pick it up on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, over on Queen City Bullies. So make sure you guys pick that up. And in addition to that, she also has the P-Trap series. That is her brand, the P-Trap series. That's a combination of four books. And mixed into that is Tainted 1 and 2. So all six of those books kind of interact with each other. You can't go wrong with anyone, but definitely start off with that P-Trap. And she also has the Trust No Bitch series that she actually co-wrote with the one and only Cash Street Lit Arthur. 
So those are just a few of the great reads that you guys can pick up. And in addition to that, you know, slide on over to that Reese World Publishing. We're actually working on getting a book out. Uh, so Alicia and I are going to be busy, busy, busy trying to get our push to the limit. I got some editing to do after this show tonight. But while you're over there, make sure you pick up Truth and Consequences by Miss Tasha Demay. She has a great pen. Her pen has evolved since the first time I read uh, her first word in her first book. So make sure you guys pick that up. And also, uh, we have so many books that, that we would like to recommend to you guys, but make sure you follow Alicia and I. You know, we post and promote various authors from various companies. And um, if I must say so myself, they are some great reads. And how can I possibly forget the one and only Mr. Peter Mack? He has his latest series, Affiliated. That is one popping series. I just finished up part three of that. Man, Peter Mack, he's no joke. So make sure you pick that up. And I do believe, on time, always, co-host, Mr. Jazz is in the clubhouse. I'm going to bring him on in. <laughs> hey, what's going on, hey, baby? Hey, how, how you, you I'm, doing? I'm, baby, I'm sorry you're feeling under the weather. I'm sorry. We're going to hold you down today. Don't we got you today. We got you. Excuse me, people. Jazz is supposed to be my voice tonight. He and Yo, Louie, I am I, just totally leaning on those guys tonight. I got you. I'm I got you. We got talking. you today. We got you. We got you. <laughs> now, have you have so, you have you paid the bills yet? Have you paid the bills? Yet? I've paid the bills. I've paid the bills, okay. and I'm running out of voice, okay. Jazz. <laughs> now you don't wrote you don't wrote the checks. Now let let me and Louie take them to the mailbox for you. We got you. Okay. <laughs> Well, with, with that being said, I'm going to bring in my other voice tonight, Mr. Louie Mack. If you're ready, Louie, just press your one, and your girl will bring you into the chat room because we got Absolutely. a lot to talk about. And, and as well, always, Louie has done my bidding. I love Louie. You guys just, you, you, you teamwork here. Hey, Louie, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm good. I love you guys. I love you too, Miss Tony. Everything's, everything's beautiful on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> what's happening? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, just just enjoying the you know the process or you know home season fantasy football or playoffs. A lot of play a must week playoffs start this week, so it's go time. Oh, absolutely. This is what championships are made, so it's go time. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I I gotta. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to, um, I got I'm not sure if anybody saw, I, I, I dropped the ball and there were some very good fights this weekend. I dropped the ball and I apologize. I want, I wanted to start the show by sending our condolences to Ed Brown. He was a professional boxer, 25 years old. Out of Chicago, he was 25 and no with 16 knockouts. He died. He got he got shot and killed in Chicago, and his family has started a GoFundMe page for uh, for his arrangements. And I wanted to uh, tell everybody to go to the gun, the GoFundMe site, and it's under Ed Brown. And if you can, 
you know, give his family some help because it was a tragedy how uh, the young man, how the demise of the young man. And um, also, I wanted to let everybody know that Shakur Stevenson, the silver medalist out of North New Jersey, has signed with Jay Prince, Andre Ward, and they will manage his professional career. At this point, because he has because he has obtained representation, he has turned pro. So look out for Shakur Stevenson. Really exciting young fighter. He was a silver medalist in this year's in um his past Olympics. And again, from North New Jersey, he going he he doing it and uh let's please lend our support to him. I also wanted to highlight the fact that Terrence Crawford did indeed fight this weekend. He dominated John Molina. John Molina came in four pounds overweight, and Terrence Crawford knocked him out eighth round. Uh, wonderful knockout. If you got a chance, check that fight out. Also, Amir Mares had a fight this weekend. He fought for the featherweight title. He won that belt. And the reason why it's significant is because he is trying to fight the winner of the Santa Cruz-Frampton fight. Whoever wins that fight, Amir Abner Mares wants to be the next fight, and it probably will happen. And just in case you missed it, Jamel Crollo, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, Trollo, he fought Julian Williams. Knocked him out in the fifth round with a knockout, one of the ten best I've ever seen in life. With an uppercut, lightning fast, knocked him down. He got up, knocked him out. So that was in the fifth round. And one last thing, UFC, um, I'm not sure if any of y'all caught it. Uh, Max Holloway beat Anthony Pettis in... For, uh, choked him out in the third round, and if I'm not mistaken, Pettis came in three and a half pounds overweight for his fight. So I don't know what it was last week about people coming in overweight for their fights. But uh, so and then uh, Holloway next fight will be against Jose Aldo for the uh, featherweight championship of the UFC. Okay. Hey, wow. Mr. Jones, before we move on to, you know, football and stuff, I got a, I got a couple questions for you. What's that? Dylan, how come, what's your opinion? Because, you know, you watch all the fights, and you you obviously have a passion for the sport of boxing. What, in your opinion, is why boxing is no longer a mainstream sporting event? Like, you don't, you, there's not a lot of people talking about it. And then my other question is, are we going to see Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather in the ring? Well, um, for w- one thing about, well, to answer your first question, boxing, because in the UFC, because UFC is taken over. And the reason why is because when you have two good guys, they in the white, push them in the ring and they fight. There's no negotiations. There's no, like, for instance, in boxing, Canelo Alvarez should have fought Triple G by now. But it probably never happened. Whereas in the UFC, if Triple G 
if it was the UFC, they probably would have fought twice by now. So in boxing, when people, and plus you don't have the personalities you had, the Floyd Mayweathers, who people, regular people, knew him, even though they didn't follow boxing, they knew the name. You don't really have those personalities anymore. And a lot of the well-known fighters, they really don't want to fight each other. And the 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 second question, you will never. I don't think that even the, even though Colin McGregor has a boxing license in the state of Nevada, Las Vegas, the fight will never happen. I I just can't see it. I just I just can't see it. I mean, I mean that's I mean that's fair. I mean I, I don't see it happening either. Would it be awesome to watch the war the war of words? Those two huge personalities. Yeah, I will pay money just to watch the weigh-in because those are going to be absolutely. Ever, but I, I mean, I, I, I from just a little bit of boxing that I know, isn't there like thirty-seven different belts? Well, you have you have four. Yeah, I mean, you you have four organizations that have legitimate belts, and that's the WBA, WBC, IBF, and WBO. And you're absolutely right. Is there too many titles in boxing? Yes. Are there too many, you know, there shouldn't be four titles in one weight class. There should be one title, but that's why everybody goes according to the Ring Magazine rankings. When the Ring Magazine says you're the best, you are the best in your weight class, regardless of what belt you have, regardless of who you align with, whether you align with Heyman, King, Aram. If Ring Magazine says you're the best, you are the best. And in welterweight, even though Floyd fought 154 and he fought 140, at 147, Floyd Mayweather was the best. So okay, it, I so agree. It's too many belts. What if, okay, so, I mean, what if, I, guess, I doubt this will happen because it hasn't happened yet, and they've lost so much mainstream following that there's not going to be a consumer push to make it happen. But wouldn't they be better off, like, taking those four big organizations and, like, a WWE-type organization and unifying all the belts in each weight class into one belt, and that way you have to, you you that that way you can do what Dana White does and funnel the best fighters into matches with each other because everybody wants that belt. So if you've only got one belt for each weight class that's recognized as a real belt, wouldn't that force Alvarez and Triple G to fight? Yes, but. It's too many, you have too many hands, too many entities, and too much money. Al Heyman, for a while, Al Heyman runs boxing right now. And Al Heyman, until recently, he said, none of my fighters will fight each other. And because he said that, you have fights that didn't happen. And it it, it caused a logjam until Don King, Aram, uh, Duva, all of them got together and 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 basically said to Al Heyman, "You can't keep creating these log jams. Your guys have to fight each other, and that's the only reason why you had 
um, uh, what's the 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 welterweight fight? Um, well, my man, you you had he because he he controlled with Keith Thurman and all of them guys because he controlled so many belts that when you say that your fighters not going to fight each other, nobody fights, and because nobody fights, you have the situation like with UFC where UFC was like. Not only are our guys fighting, but we're fighting every weekend. Every weekend is a UFC fight on. Every weekend. Whereas in boxing, you might have a match every, every a significant match every three months, maybe four months. I mean, think about it. It's December. We just saw Max Holloway choke out Anthony Pettis and... In two weeks, you want to see Ronda Rousey fight Nunez same month. Crazy. Right. I mean, I guess what I guess, I, okay, I guess, I mean, I, I guess that's just my, my, from the outside, is not a, really a true boxing fan would be is. If you could just figure out a way to make all the people happy and, you know, all the, the money people happy and get all the belts in one central, you know, UFC type organization because I know in MMA fighting there's a bunch of different organizations that sponsor mixed martial arts fighting, but mm-hmm. UFC is considered the number one product. If you're not a UFC fighter, you're not considered one of the best in MMA. You're kind of in like the minor league. If you can do Absolutely. something like that for boxing, I think you bring a lot of people back because like you named all four, you know, four organizations. I couldn't tell you what any of those acronyms mean. I could guess on a couple of them just because it makes sense. But yeah. like, I mean, but if you have, all right, like, guys, I, I'm. I'm I'm just gonna interrupt this boy talk on this boxing just just for a second. <laughs> what you got, baby? What you got? In there. <laughs> What you got? I, mean, I know I want y'all to be my voice tonight, but man, okay, you well, we got you. We wanna, well, if we want to take it to football, I've got a couple stats for you guys. Uh oh. I got on the line. My girl Chantel. You know, remember last week and I oh, had oh, oh, oh. my voice. Oh, where my week, man at? Oh, where my man at? Tony, you got to call in, Tony. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. No, that's his. His name is Troy. But the girl that he had to bet with, we love yes. her. She goes hard for her boys. I believe we have her on the line, and I'm going to bring her in right now so she can join us. Hey, Chantel, how you doing, sweetie? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, what's going what's on, baby? Nothing. I had to show yes. up because I felt like I was being called out. Last week Yo. I kind of got tied up, let time get by me, but don't think y'all were scaring me or anything. So I had to sh- I had to call well, in tonight to rep them boys because we still what? number one. We really don't care about y'all winning last week. And let me go ahead and get it over with. Eli is God. Now I got it over. All right, over. thank you. Thank you. I need to hear. I need to hear that eight more times. I need that eight more times. I need at least. All right, all right, all right.
win a NFL in a one NFL season, win three times in one season against a single team. So if the Giants somehow end up going to Dallas for the playoffs, history says Dallas will win that game. But I'm you know sorry, what they say about history, the right, Louie? <laughs> Ma'am? What, what, what did you just say? Can you say that again? There has not been a team win both regular season matchups against a division opponent, and they mm-hmm. go to face that team in the playoffs and win that matchup too. Okay, you're saying that to say what? <laughs> Basically, if the, if the Cowboys and the Giants face each other in the playoffs, Historically speaking, the Cowboys will win that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think the Cowboys will definitely win. Uh, Is that whatever. what you're asking? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. Of course I think the Cowboys would win. No, of course. No. They ain't winning, Jack. Man, please. Of course. I mean, you know, Dak, you know, he wasn't really ready for the weather and stuff, you know. But, uh, he, you know, he's going to be ready next week. Don't do that.
You 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 no, should have I a problem with him. We will. I think you will. We haven't really had too many problems other than y'all. So I'm I'm I don't no, no, I mean, no. y'all have had problems. Really the, y'all have had problems the last three games. But well, if you don't want to see them. that, that's okay. The only thing that matters is winning. We still won them. <laughs> no matter, we won them problems <laughs> and all. And also, on the flip side, those losses mean something. You know, you got those two out, two L's in Dallas. I know you just yeah, I all give y'all that. I give y'all that. Y'all gave them to us, but ain't nobody else gave them to us. I give y'all that. We may have had problems, but we overcame them because we won the game, which is all that matters in the end. Uh, I agree. Well, you know I, your I, girl Danielle. She goes hard. You and her go hard with each other. She's you know we do every said, Sunday. Y'all, y'all got clowned by the teams we lost to. So you know she just keeping it real <laughs> online. She's on the post. Yeah, I had, I've been getting it all week long, and y'all not gonna shut me up because I'm a true fan. I'm a I'm a ride for mine, sunny or gray. It don't matter. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. You listen to the okay. scoreboard, and we have Chantel on. She's paying up a debt to Troy, and I guess Troy's not been able to join us tonight. I've tagged them, <laughs> but whoever's listening want to chime in, just press it number one, and we'll bring you on into the clubhouse. I am so happy you called us, Chantel, tonight. <laughs> I had to call because I felt like I was being called out a little bit. I didn't want to be scared. See, really, some stuff came up last week. I really was going to show up last week because I wanted to make that bed in person. So I had to make sure I called in tonight just so y'all know, ain't no, ain't, ain't, ain't nothing scary about me. <laughs> but did you hear that doorbell, girlfriend? Because somebody done rang the bell. Let's see Is that my man? Is that my man? <laughs> Let's see. We're going to bring you You're live on the scoreboard. What's your name and where you calling from? It has to be Arthur Danielle Biggs, the chiming in. Hey! Hey! hey. hey. <laughs> Chantel, you knew hey. I was coming. I know that's right. Danielle's in the house. <laughs> you know so I you love you. So are you a Dallas, you a Dallas uh, fan also? No, them cowgirls can wear one of them tutus I make. Oh, there we go. No. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Oh. There we go. Okay, okay. Now we cooking here. We All cooking right here. Now. No. But, Chantel, I love you. You make it fun. But you knew there was no way y'all could whoop our ass. There was just no way. Well, I told it was you a way. way. You know, really, no, I mean, no. I, I mean, it wasn't nothing but defense, really, for real, for real, that game. But truth be like, told, I warned you in the in the in the comments. Warning comes before destruction. But that was after y'all did all that whining, though, because for the first forty-five oh, minutes y'all was crying. For the first first forty-five minutes y'all wasn't doing anything. I was mad at my own damn team, so I went to sleep in the corner because I knew in the second half they were gonna wake up. That. I just hate they couldn't that y'all. We needed a loss. I will say that though. But I hate it was to y'all. But I, I gave y'all but credit. See, y'all the bad part. The, the only reason I had to clown y'all so hard is because we lost to Washington. That and y'all beat them. So I know they're trying saying. to figure out how to hell. They're trying to figure out how to hell y'all lost to us. They trying to figure that out. I mean, we, I'm trying to figure that out myself, honestly, because we shouldn't uh-huh. have. Uh-huh. And, and I, I love this. Girl. Figure that one out. I love the statistics mm-hmm. that no team has beat a team three times where we're about to be the first. I doubt it. Because oh, yeah. we went in, hold up, them two times we won them rings, somebody keeps sleeping on the fact that the two times we took those rings, we were the wild card. 
We want to This is what get me. You guys can always go back to talking about back in the day when you did whatever. That is what not talk about when we talk about that back in the day. Not- Y'all got so much to say about y'all talking about this, y'all talking about that. Let's talk about this year. Let's talk about 2016. This year we whooped your ass twice. Because y'all don't care about all that old stuff, because y'all don't care about that old stuff with us. So I don't really care about that old stuff with y'all. Let's talk about 2016. So in 2016, we whooped your ass twice. Okay. And in 2016, you whooped our ass twice, and we still in the playoffs. And we're going to see y'all in the get there. Can, can, can We're whooping our ass twice. Y'all still fighting for a wild okay. card. Take Let me interject for a second. Hey, Louis, what you got to say? Dallas can't bring up the past because that happened in the early 90s. Exactly. Hey, bring up the hey, past because that, that happened like six years ago. So it's a it doesn't matter. It's still the past. 30 years, six years? I mean... <laughs> I'm just saying the past is the past. I don't care how many years you want to put on it. The past is the past. If you guys can revisit the past, we can revisit the past, too. Yeah. So but if y'all, y'all want us to revisit the, the past, though. don't y'all revisit the past unless all stay y'all in the past. The difference is that we revisit in the past. Y'all revisiting ancient history. Okay, you can, you can call the past however you want to call it. You want to refer to it as ancient history? That's fine, too. It's still the past. But I, I give y'all y'all props. I I will, let me say this. Let me say this, though. I will give Dak his props. I ain't no hater. He clowning. I ain't no hater. He's I mean, doing for a time. rookie, you got to. Like, I mean, like, all bullshit aside, for a rookie, you got to. I mean, he really is doing his thing. Like, I'm not I know, I'm not sure that I would be able to talk like this if we were still rocking with Romo, because I really didn't call oh, Romo like that. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you got to give props when props is due. He is definitely doing his damn thing this year. And I mean, as a and as a has, true diehard Giants fan, I said at the end of the Super Bowl last year when Peyton won, if you take it back to Eli's face in the press box when his brother won, his face did not say yay. His face said, "Damn, I'm not the brother with the most rings now." So coming into 2016, uh-huh. Eli feels like even though his game ain't being played to the best of his ability right now. He still okay. has a point to prove that he's the better brother. I give you that. So he gonna fight. He gonna fight for the ring this year. And he gonna fight to get there. And as the wild card, they'll see you there. You can put my money on that. They gonna see you there. But <laughs> I what my you. thing is, he got a point to prove this year that he's the better brother. He gotta go. He gotta have more because Peyton gets all the glory, and Eli is just kind of the brother in the background. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I do think we're going to see y'all. All jokes aside, I know I'm playing and all that, but I do think y'all going to make it to the playoffs. I ain't no hater for real, for real. No, you and don't. And it's going to be no, fun cutting up with you. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I do you think y'all going to make it to the playoffs. I do. you going to keep I mean, I, I hope y'all don't. I mean, if we want to keep it real. But I'm just saying, I do think y'all going to make it there. I mean, I, see, the I, mean, I is, just speak the truth. <laughs> I I I, I want to see y'all one more again, cause man, I'm I want to see y'all one more again too, cause y'all not gonna do it three times in a row. I want to see y'all again too. Three P, <laughs> we gonna make history. No, yeah, yeah that will be history. If y'all do a three P, that will be history. I don't see yeah. that happening though. Dallas winning the Super Bowl would be history. <laughs> <laughs> no, we talking about New York and Dallas right now. <laughs> That's gonna, it's gonna That's be fun. Be this next step is gonna be awesome. 
I love Absolutely. I love uh, fooling with you guys on Sunday though. It'd be so funny. <laughs> yeah, it should be live. It'd I be have live. a lot of fun. I have a lot of fun. People are saying, "When are you gonna start that Sunday post?" <laughs> right, and I think the women be cutting up more than the men. We do, we do. And my girl Eva, she always got my back too. I gotta give a shout out to Eva because she always ride with me. <laughs> hey, but I gotta give you your prize, boy. Your Mimi be funny. I'm ready for y'all. Already we know what I'm gonna come with. (laughs) You be prepping all. I be having to go in the vault and find me some good ones to come back at you. (laughs) I be ready. I have an arsenal over here, Danielle. You gotta be ready for me. (laughs) Man, man, I went and found the ones beat y'all though. I went and found all the ones I could find when we beat y'all. I know. Alita, I think that's how you say her name. She's been going in all week. She was going in earlier today. He's been going in. He's still going in on Instagram and everything. Yeah, you know, and the minute I get him real good, he want to hit me with the whole all hell Eli thing, and I ain't got no choice but to say what I say. <laughs> he likes to play dirty with that, but he got that for the rest of the season. It's all good. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I love that way, Just. I so appreciate you guys, you guys for calling in. I'm a little under the weather, so my voice is a little scratchy, but it has been so much fun. And shout out. Make sure you join us again. You know, we're here every Tuesday. Me, Jazzy, okay. and we're talking that talk. But this I is our last show. We'll be here, but we'll be back next, next Tuesday. Oh, well, next Tuesday we won't be here for the holidays, but we're going to be oh, back okay. in January. You know I'm going to tag you. I'm going to tag you. Uh, definitely tag me. You have to remind me because I have a lot going on sometimes, and you have to remind me, like, right before the show so I know. Okay, no problem. Well, we appreciate All right, well, it was nice know. talking to you guys, and I'm just going to leave with you how too. about some boys? <laughs> no, you got to leave with your wager. Come on. You got to leave with your wager. Right. You, you better, better go leave out the clubhouse. Okay, okay, okay. okay. I, this last time y'all going to hear me say this. <laughs> Eli is a god. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you much. Thank you much. Bye, Bye y'all. I needed that. Needed that. Oh, man. She is so much fun. I love having her on this. What we're going on on uh, Sunday. Um, Danielle, you still with us, girl? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I knew you guys were going to go ahead to add. These two ladies, they be going hard for their teams. They go hard for their team. I can tell. Yes, Absolutely. But shout out to Books so our listeners can pick up those books. That She has a fierce pen. So shout out to Books before you leave the chat room so everybody can get over there and one-click those books. Absolutely. Check out Hood Love. Ain't no loyalty in it. And Hood Love 2, The Streets Still Ain't Loyal, both gun violence poetry collections dedicated to the victims of gun violence to keep their memories alive oh. and encourage our youth to put down the guns and just live. Um, check out Braving the Storm, Life Cleansing Moments. It's motivational to stand in that storm and endure the rain because it always gets greater later. And, of course, if you want to be nasty, you can't help but get down with Nasty D and Nasty Desires. The freak will definitely Uh-oh. be brought out with that one. And don't forget to check <laughs> me out on Queen City Bullies with Raw Sex Uncovered every night at 11 p.m. Eastern. 
You nasty girl. I said the kids go to yes. bed. Yes. That's that all the ego coming out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, thank you so much, Danielle. You know I love you, sweetie. Thanks for you joining us. I'll put you back in the queue. All Absolutely. Right. You have a great night. Okay, good night. All right, baby. Bye. And there you have it, some passionate fans for their teams. I love it, Jazz. I'm glad you got a chance Absolutely. to speak to them. <laughs> yeah, man, too. It was crazy. Yo, they, they go hard. Well, that was in They do, they do. Louis, but it wasn't the weather. Us? Just, just It wasn't the weather, though. Let's be clear. <laughs> it was clear. It, it well, like, like Danielle it said, was... is she hearing excuses? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the damn weather. Definitely... It definitely wasn't the weather. It was, it was Dallas got put into an offensive game plan that is not going to lead to too, very much success. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. ask defense that. defense kept us the relevant, though. This, the defense, they, oh, they yeah, kept but, us relevant. They kept us in a game. But you can't what? ask that, Prescott, to throw the ball 35 times in a 10-7 game right. and expect a victory. What do you guys think? Right. How do you guys think that uh, this week going to pan out? Do you, uh, you know, what do you think about Dallas Tampa Bay? Um, I, Tampa... Think Tampa Bay I think Tampa Bay is another tough matchup for them. They're a tough defense. They're a good defense. Um, they're, you know, they can they can get exposed because they they like to play aggressive, but they're they they're a good defense. They just got done shutting down. A couple of, you know, they, I think they're on back to back, like, you know, mm-hmm. solid shut down performances. Absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they just. I mean, remember they went to Seattle. Points. Oh yeah, and they, they, and, they, and, yeah. They, and they just got done holding the Saints to eleven points. Absolutely. So, now Tampa's offense is much more hills and valleys than the Giants' offense, so. Mm-hmm. There's a very good chance that Dallas is going to win a game ten to seven, or you know thirteen to ten, or you know fourteen to twelve, or something like that. There's a very okay. good chance that they're in another low-scoring game, but they can't ask Dak to throw the ball thirty-five times and not get Dez. If you're if he's going to throw the ball thirty-five times, Dez has got to get more than just one catch. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's but, gotta hold you know, on to it. You can't be dropping it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that but, helps too. But I mean when <laughs> when when Terrence Williams is your leading receiver as just a little dink and dunk guy in that offense and Dak had to throw the ball, you know, Dak completed seventeen passes and eight of them went to Terrence Williams. that's not a recipe for success for that offense. Yeah, absolutely. Well, now, what do you what do you uh, what do you attribute to the 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 Steelers' resurgence? Because you know, early this year, you know, Steelers were prodding along like they always do. You know, three and four, la la la. Now they've caught their stride. Are they, in you guys' opinion, are they a threat in the AFC? I, yes, only really because outside of New England, there's not a complete there's not a complete team in the AFC. Like 
Like, New England is the clear-cut best team in the AFC. Then you have Pittsburgh, who if the defensive side of the ball and the offensive side of the ball can click at the same time, they're a good team. But that doesn't happen very often. Kansas City can't score on offense. Um, Houston can't score on offense. Oakland has been having troubles with the offensive game and their defense is suspect. And Denver, once again, can't score on offense. Those are the six teams in the AFC playoff picture right now as of yesterday. So, I mean, their really only test would be going to Boston to face a Patriots team. But that's also a Patriots team without Gronk. So, things change now. So are you are so you giving them a shot? That, you know, sometimes you you gotta, but sometimes the as far as the Steelers, you know, when they when the offense and defense is clicking, yeah, they they they're they're a power to be dealt with. But not all not all the time they they you know sometimes they could be a little inconsistent, and uh and it kind of worries me when coach goes for those two point conversions. You know, that one game I think he was what zero for four at one point. Yeah. So whenever yeah. I see them go that I'm, I'm a little bit weary when I see him and he 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 has no qualms about going for that for it. Well, <laughs> no matter how many yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other yeah, thing he doesn't have a lot Pittsburgh. of Patriots kickers. Well, the other thing exactly. about Pittsburgh is they're a young defense, so the playoffs are going to be a whole other monster for them, especially going on the road. Um, and then offensively, I mean, you have Ben Roethlisberger, you have Le'Veon Bell, you have Antonio Brown, but everybody else outside those three is uh, is super inconsistent or super young. So right. they have when Big Ben knows how to win, he knows how to lead a team to victory, and he will carry that offense on his back and make a play and make something happen. It'll be whether or not the young defense can stay in the moment. And make the plays that they stay need with to him. Make. And stay with him because he will make he will he will make a way where there's no way sometimes. Exactly. Yeah, but now what do y'all feel about? So I'm gonna give y'all the same question when it comes to Green Bay. You know, all of a sudden Green Bay is back in the mix now. You know, a couple of wins. You know, what do y'all do? Y'all think well, that they yeah, could be a threat? Well, here's the thing about Green Bay is, like, Pittsburgh's a different question because Pittsburgh's basically locked in. They're not locked in a playoff spot, but it's going to take a, 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 a three-game losing streak for them to not make the playoffs. Green Bay's either got to jump Detroit, who has a two-game lead on them in the division, or they're going to have to jump uh, – they're going to have to jump – the Giants or Tampa Bay, who have the Giants also have a two game lead on them, and Tampa's got a one game lead on. So Green Bay needs help just to get into the playoffs. And I just, I, I don't think they make it, but Aaron Rodgers is another quarterback that when the pressure is on him, he knows, he, he knows how to win. He knows how to put enough points on the board to win the game that is necessary for him to win. I just don't think he'll get he'll I don't think he'll get that chance. Damn. They definitely they def they definitely have looked better and he they definitely need help in order to get to that to that bottom line. But he they had a pretty good game this weekend and 
Um, but my question is, what's going on with the Seahawks? Because they look like I don't know what this past weekend. And that's, that's what was a, going on with them? <laughs> you know, I would have. You know, I'll be honest with you. I would have said. <laughs> I would have said it was the Earl Thomas, you know, letdown of him going out. But mm-hmm. last game, it was just – they just couldn't move the ball offensively at all. And when you get and held to three matter. points, yeah, they, they uh-huh. just – nothing nothing worked. Nothing worked. Russell improvising didn't work. And – when mm-hmm. Russell improvising doesn't bail you out, you have a problem. Can they? They'll, they'll still make the playoffs, but are they dangerous? Can I say that they'll beat a Dallas now? I don't think so. Not right now. Endless. Not right well, now. I mean, what do you guys think? It looks shaky. Well, here's, here's the thing about Seattle is, like last week. Thirty-eight to ten. Who do you, which team, the Packers or the Seahawks, had more total yards in that game offensively? I would say I would say Packers. The Seahawks got them by fourteen yards or twenty-four yards. Wow! Damn! On, on wow. one less on one less on one less drive. Wow! So, yardage yardage. I would have never thought they, that. Exactly. So they ran into a perfect. They ran into a blend that that Ben don't break defense of that, that Green Bay plays a lot is we'll let you throw the ball we'll let you move the ball in between the twenties all day long but once yeah. you get into you know our side of the field we're gonna clamp down and we're gonna keep you to a field goal and you know Russell Wilson doesn't have you know this is this is showing how much Marshawn Lynch helped that offense because yeah. they don't have that. They don't have that go-to bruising back to just take the pressure off of Russell Wilson and Russell Wilson showing that he's not, he, it's not that he can't win as a pocket passer, but it's a lot harder for him to win as a pocket passer when he's the only option. He yeah. needs that complimentary running game. Right. He doesn't yeah. have his target. Yeah. And I mean yeah, and and I mean and as much as Doug Baldwin is a is a good receiver, when he's your only receiving threat, you got an issue on that front too. Tyler Lockett yeah. has looked really slow this year after being explosive last year as a rookie. Tyler Lockett's been hampered with a knee injury, so he's been really slow, not as explosive. And Jermaine Curtis is just a dude out there in a uniform. <laughs> Running routes, <laughs> and, and there's nothing else to it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, wow. when you have an offense that struggles, the you know that that doesn't have as many explosive weapons, and now mm-hmm. you have a defense who you can argue their heart and soul of that defense got, just got injured for the rest of the year, and is even talking retirement. Yeah, it's not you know that defense came out flat. That defense came out passive, and it put Russell Wilson in a position that he had to, you know, he had to throw the ball to make plays, and that's why you see him throw five interceptions. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's yeah. I, I, 
I was surprised by that. I got to admit, I was. I would have picked. I was picking Seattle in that game all day. You know, closing out the game. Team. He killed my fantasy team. I was like, Russell Wilson <laughs> against the Packers. That's at least two hundred and fifty yards and a touchdown. You know, maybe a rushing yeah. touchdown too. Nope. Five interceptions later. Yeah, he, yeah, he didn't do. He didn't. He didn't do. I, I expected better. Especially, like I said, closing out the year, you want to close out strong and not weak, and back yourself into the playoffs. But before we, before we cut out, people, I gotta ask: Is anybody surprised about Jeff Fisher? I'm not. I'm not, and that goes into my other stat I had, which is Bill Belichick to go 0 and 15 for the next six years as a head coach and still have a better winning percentage than Jeff Fisher does in his career. <laughs> but do you think it's as a result of his uh, his um, run-in with uh, the former player? I, I think I, it's a result. I think it's a result of he's a crappy coach that got some bad heat, and it gave him every excuse to pull the trigger. You know what? And, and the not, icing was I, on the cake was the other collision. I'll tell you, Louis, I'm going to disagree with you on this. I think it was because they signed the extension. He had a two-year extension in his pocket. I think, in just my opinion, I think between Eric Dickerson, Todd Gurley, <laughs> and the fact that the GM – has a relationship with his daughter or daughter-in-law or something. There's some family dynamic there. I think that when that came out and the fact that he had the two-year extension in his pocket before the end of the year and your team is four and nine or whatever they are. And you. Yeah, four and nine. And you get an extension off of that, a two-year extension, and then the fam- like I said, then the family dynamic thing came out. No, you got the the owner had to make a change when your no, franchise okay. running back is saying, "Yo, the offense is middle school at best." I know high schools that run better offense. That's very right, telling. Here's, very telling. Here's here's, here's my on this is once the news of that extension came out when they were three and one, four and one, they started out really hot. Um, they had just come off wins of against Seattle. They had just mm-hmm. come off a win of like Arizona. They looked good. You know, the offense struggled, but they, you know, they looked like they were moving in the right direction. Plus, mm-hmm. That team and the the ownership of that team knows that they are not contenders this year, next year, or the year after. So why would you bring in the next stud young coach to try to take over a team in a rebuild when you can just keep playing Jeff Fisher to go eight and eight? No. When they have all yes, then when you have all the pieces ready. You bring in the next hot guy, and it propels him forward. I give you that if he went eight and eight, well, he ain't going eight, 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 eight and eight. He hasn't gone eight and eight in what two, two, three years? 
That law? Something like that. So, I, I would wow. settle for 8-8 eight and eight if he could get me 8-8. Eight and eight. He can't even get me 8-8. Eight and, eight. and the PR is horrendous right now. And then for oh. the GM, for the owner to say, to explain the reason why he gave the extension was because they had just moved to LA and he didn't want to, he didn't want to uproot people. And since they were already in place, he kept them in place is a sorry ass excuse for keeping a bum ass coach. He should, the, uh, the league need to take his team. He's the Philadelphia 76ers of the NFL, bro. Come on, man. I don't, I don't disagree with you. I think the ownership in Los Angeles is, is crappy at best. I, I think as long as they're the owners and the GM is the GM, that they're not going to be any better than what they are. But you can see signs of them pushing themselves in the right direction. You know, mm-hmm. Todd Gurley should be based on what he did in college and what he did at, you know, what he did last year. Should be a good running back moving forward. He's looked like crap this season, but he should be solid moving forward. There's a lot of hope and a lot of praise in Jared Goff. People think there's a lot of people who think Jared Goff is just dealing with some growing pains right now, but that he's got all the tools to be a successful NFL quarterback. They need better receivers. They need better O-line. When the receivers and O-line come in, they have a defense and a running game to make it a complete package. They're almost there. I just, let me ask you a question. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Who is far Jeff Fisher or Marvin Lewis, who should be fired? Who who should have deserved to be fired? Because Marvin Lewis or Jeff Fisher? Oh, and Jeff we're talking Fisher. last year. Oh, oh, and Jeff Fisher. Because back to what you were talking about, Jeff Fisher hasn't been 500 as a coach since coming to the Rams. So that's how long it's been since he's been eight minutes, by the way. But I just looked it you, up. Have, you have people who are saying Marvin Lewis should get fired for not winning a playoff game. Well, it's a different animal because he's been to the playoffs. He, was, I think, at that point was four years in a row, and lose yes. the first game that he's played. So people in Cincinnati wanted him fired because they don't think he can take them to the next step. It's a different, it's a different mentality and a different expectation with the Rams because Rams fans don't expect them to be good. So, so when you go seven and eight, when you go seven and nine, or five, you know seven eight and one, or you know right around five hundred, you clap your hands and move on to the next season. Take your draft, take them up, go. So basically, you saying because the fans expect crap, we're going to give them crap. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how it works. That don't mean sound exactly right. <laughs> you making me choke uh, over here, Jack. <laughs> But are fans still showing up and putting butts in the seat in Los Angeles and for St. Louis? Yes. Yes, Los Angeles. They're hungry. They ain't had nothing but bas- basketball and hockey. They're like, yeah, we need something. Hey, hey they got baseball. Okay. They, they got baseball. Yeah, they got baseball. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot about the Dodgers. I forgot the, the Dodgers. Hey, they, got sorry, that was... they, got, they got Mike Trout and Clayton Kershaw. 
Okay. Yeah, true indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And but, and you gonna put an inferior product on the field when you have other entities that are commanding entertainment dollars. And you gonna give I know. me that? I know I'm gonna pay sounds, for that. I know I know it sounds backwards. I could go to a Clippers game. I go to a Lakers game. And more people are doing that now because the basketball season's coming around. The Lakers started out really hot, and the Clippers have started out really hot. So you're going to see less people at Rams games and more people at basketball games. That's just how it works. But That's terrible. With Jeff Fisher as the coach and how that management has run that team, fans go into it with a real expectation that 500 is the mark. Is the is the high water mark, and as long as you come close to it, fans don't call for your head. In Cincinnati, That's crazy. you. <laughs> hey, you're man, right I though. Mean, I, uh, you're right. We, I you're mean, right. We live in we live in Atlanta. How many years did we see Mike Smith go ten and six, nine and seven, make the playoffs and then lose, and people were like, "Nah, he shouldn't be fired." Come on. You're right, but when but when he when he went what three and thirteen, four and twelve, he got fired. And I agree, <laughs> and I think that's why we're seeing that. I think that that's a part of why Jeff Fisher got fired. It's not just because of the off the field stuff. It's because the fans have finally spoken up and said we're tired of this. Bring in somebody else. Yeah, I mean, so okay. I got to ask you guys, Alabama-Washington, who wins? I hate to switch to college football, but. Al- Alabama. Al- Alabama. <laughs> Not as just because that's my hometown. <laughs> as much as I would love to see the former Boise State coach, Chris Peterson, win that game, I just don't Absolutely. think anybody's got. There's, I don't think there's anybody who's got anything for Bama this year. Okay. At Ohio State-Clemson. <laughs> Clemson, just because I don't think Ohio State should be there. So I just want to point and wipe the floor with it. Okay. What about you, Miss Tony? Well, next to uh, Alabama, I would click pick Clemson. A- absolutely. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna take Ohio State in that game, and I'm gonna take Alabama in, in the first game. I like Ohio State. I, 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 I got that you. Something is gonna be amazing. Gonna yo, be amazing that is, for me, that is the game to watch. The 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 Alabama. I, I don't give Washington a lot of of of. I don't know. I haven't the one game that I watched Washington play. That was the last game when my man went like eight for thirty five or something. So I was just like, yeah, okay, I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> you gonna go to Washington's Alabama and get stomped out. Washington's a good team. They're very underrated defensively, and you know, with us being on the East Coast, we don't stay up till you know eleven o'clock to see yeah. the off of West Coast no teams. So, we, you know, it's hard to watch them. They're a very underrated defensively. I just don't think offensively they can put up enough points to beat Danny. Yo, they and got then, little dudes, man. They got little dudes. And, Ross and Bam and Bam is very dude. good at and Bam is very good at the kickoff return touchdown, the punt return touchdown, the fumble return touchdown, the pick yeah. six. 
that 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 type of you know touchdown that doesn't come offensively that just kind of breaks the spirit. Okay. Yeah. Always, absolutely. Always, so, but that OSU Clemson game is going to be amazing. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it's going to be a barn burner. And um, I got I got a um. Oh, and before we go, because we we're not going to be on the air. We're going to be off the air for about, what, Miss Tony, three, four weeks? Yeah, about three weeks. Okay, so we'll be on hiatus for three weeks. So, Guys, I can't, uh, I can't handle that. I'm going to be on the right? for dogs, man. <laughs> well, hold, before, we, before we go, before we go, uh, uh, um, okay, I'm going to ask early because then I'm going to ask my question. Mr. Louie Mack, where can people find you at? And that way they can find you while we're on high haters. They can find me at Twitter at Louie Mack 8. And they can also check out the great work that we're doing over at Pyromaniac.com. Um, we focus mainly on fantasy football, so your fantasy football season is going to be running short here soon. But I do get into fantasy basketball, um, fantasy baseball drafts. And keepers are coming around soon. So if you have basketball or baseball questions um, or lineup questions for your playoffs, feel free to tweet me, um, shoot me a message. I will do my best to answer them as best as I possibly can and hopefully bring you that gold. Excellent. And, Miss Tony, where can they find you at? Uh, in addition to finding me here with you every Tuesday at 8 p.m., they can find me on Facebook <laughs> under <laughs> Tony Trina Franklin, and you can follow me on Instagram as well as Twitter at Tony underscore D-O-E. Okay, now, final, now, the question I have is, Mr. Louis Mack, playoffs have started, like you said earlier. I am in the playoffs. I am in two playoffs. I'm not asking for information to rule my league. I'm not doing that. But I'm just going to throw out a question of give me some fantasy stuff for people to pick up so they can continue their championship run. Like myself, I might add. <laughs> um, I mean, at this point of the year, you're really, I mean, you, you should have already made all your moves. You should be okay. almost pretty much set in your then lineup. Let me, you just got to play matchups at this point. Then let me give you a name. Tyreek Hill. What do you think? The the kid out of uh, Kansas City. Been hot the last two weeks. What do you think about I, him? I, I love him. He's a he's a playmaker in an offense that has possession receivers. He scares me because of the low volume and passing plays. It's a very low volume offense, so he doesn't see a lot of targets. But he has the ability to break off big plays. Um, 12-team leagues definitely need to be owned you could probably start them, depending on who you got. Ten teams, if you're really just desperate for that home run play because you got nothing better. I mean, he's he's boomer bust for you. He's either gonna he's either gonna get you you know 14 to 15 points, or he's gonna get you three. So if you want to roll the dice, do it. Um, who who they got this week? Uh, I don't, I don't know who Kansas City play this week. Okay, if you have, yeah, Tennessee. So, Tennessee, good defense. 
they're probably going to do their best to shut down Macklin and Conley on the outside. I could see Alex Smith dumping it off to him and getting him, you know, letting them make those big plays for him. So uh, I'd roll with them. Okay. Um, would you keep any players on Miami Dolphins offense considering Tannehill will be out for the next couple of weeks? Jay Ajayi is going to get okay. laid on. Um, so what about Parker? So Parker, probably not. Um, he is the best outside receiver for Miami. Um, but Jarvis Landry is the go-to guy in that offense. So Landry's mm-hmm. production shouldn't drop off too much. Parker is going to slide back into that boomer bust mix. I would probably sit him just because Tannehill was already struggling to find him, and now we got somebody mm-hmm. who is technically worse than Tannehill. Understanding, so I would probably not. I would probably not start Parker, but I would keep an eye out to see how the new quarterback is going to use him in the offense. And uh, but Jarvis Landry and Jay Ajayi should both still be, you know, especially in PPR for if it's PPR for Jarvis Landry, he should be good to go. Standard, I'd stay away from him. But Jay Ajayi is going to be the one to. He's the, the, the biggest fantasy boost. Okay. And one last one. Uh, and my coworker, Scott, my coworker, uh, was, uh, he, he picked him up and everything. What about uh, Gabriel from the Falcons? Um, he's a, he's a good option. Um, Falcons receivers outside of Julio scare me, though because Matt Ryan is very good at getting Julio Jones his and then spreading the wealth out to whoever's got the hot hand. So that could be Justin Hardy, Muhammad Sanu, one of the running backs, the tight end, um, or Gabriel. Um, If Jones is still going to be limited with what is this injury that he's got, Gabriel could be a very good option because Sanu is in that – the new isn't that good. Justin Hardy hasn't shown too much, and Gabriel stepped up last week. So if Julio Jones is still limited and is going to go into the game limited and, you know, he might play but isn't at 100%, Gabriel could be a very good, you know, play for you because he should be the next receiver to step up and take some of that pressure off of Julio Jones. Okay, and I have a question from Scooter J. And uh, Mr. Scooter J wants to know, he needs a running back ASAP. Is there anybody you okay. can recommend to Mr. Scooter J? Um, I mean, it all depends on your league. Whoever's on the waiver wire is going to – it really just depends on your league and the people that you play with. Um, okay. Isaiah Crow no, I'm not Isaiah Crowell. He's got the, the – uh, uh, run defense of the Buffalo Bills. Malai Powell of the Jets. He's had a pretty okay. couple of nice games in a row now. He seems to be mm-hmm. carving in a good role. Um, splitting time with Matt Forte. He's explosive to make big plays. Um, TJ Yeldon against Houston um, okay. to get utilized in the passing game. As much as I don't trust that offense, he could be a 
um, a steal for you. Um, Shane Vereen against Detroit. He came back last week. There's Ooh. a question on his health, but if he's back, okay. he's the, he's the best pass catching back in that backfield. And I would all, I would argue that he's, he's almost out a with a concussion. Runner. Is he out again? Mm. He's out with a concussion. Mm. He's out with a concussion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And then if you really need to roll the dice, there's always a Jarrett McKinnon for Minnesota up against the Colts defense that can give up, you know, some yardage. Um, Minnesota's still in a very run-first offense, so you could try to roll the dice with a Jarrett McKinnon. Okay. I, I, hope, I hope Mr. Scooter J is paying attention because you, you helped him, and I'm – supposed to be playing Mr. J soon, so hopefully uh, he could pick up one of them guys, uh, but Mr. Scooter J, I just claimed Bilal Powell, so get that one up. Go to the next one. Just That's FYI. So you know, just wanted to, you know, put that out there, just in case he, you know, went on his computer <laughs> thinking that it was going to happen. That's it so ain't happening. <laughs> That's so dirty. You said it. I didn't yeah, say yeah. it. You said it. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna let you guys finish up the show without me, but I'm gonna go ahead and just leave you with the hashtag made boxing great again. And really? y'all have a great night. Huh? <laughs> well we gotta well, end the show right here because we've already on that gone note, over. Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. We're already yeah. over here, no doubt. No doubt. I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get fired soon. I think we're gonna be like, oh yeah, we have to pay extra now. <laughs> Yo, I thank you. I I thank you guys so much, dude. And I can't wait till next year when we could. We'll have four weeks. By that time, it'll be the playoffs are starting. We'll know who's in, who's out. And we'll be able to to um, pick up right where we left off at. We all coming back, correct? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, then I, that, I, that's my people. Apparently, apparently that's I might my not people. be back after making that comment. Say what? <laughs> I said I might not be back after making that comment. <laughs> you good? <laughs> you good? Your feet are in cement, bro. You good, baby? <laughs> Uh, well then, I will be back. Excellent, yo! I can't, yo! Thank you guys so much. I can't. I had so much fun with you guys. Word is love. So thank you guys so much. And Louis, I'm gonna hit you, baby, because you know I gotta. You do. You know, you gotta keep me in the loop because I know you know since we're off the air, so your your dad be on that bullshit now. Let me let me forewarn you. He be talking. He be talking. He be talking. I'm probably going to play him soon, so you do not give him any do not give him any advice. He is on advice time out. Understood. <laughs> my man. Y'all have, I do y'all right have a good night and happy holidays. I, thank you. You too, man. Happy, Yo, holidays happy holidays to all of my listeners. And to Absolutely. You guys. Yo, hey, one love, baby. And, with, and without with that, Meow. Good night, everybody.